This week on the Spivey Special Podcast, we talk about McDonald's breakfast. We get into the best music, at least in our childhood in the 90s and 2000s, and we go into the grab bag where we find out which fictional bear would win in a cage match. Welcome to episode 76 of the Spivey Special Podcast. It's a very special one. Route 76. Very patriotic, and I don't think that's right. 66. No, okay. You don't know roots very well. (laughs) I bet there's a Route 76. There there should be a Route 76. I don't know when they stopped counting. I know they made it to 66, which is what you're thinking of. Well, if you've seen cars, they don't really use Route 66 very much anymore. That's true. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Fact. Fact. All right. Well, we got a fun episode. It's just Troy and I in the podcast studio this week. We got some video new for us. We haven't been doing it in a while. We got the lights up. We got the green screen going. We got the cheeseburger bag behind us. We're ready to rock. We've only tried to eat it like three or four times so far in this episode, and we just started. So, so if we get sidetracked, it's because there's a cheeseburger behind us. So keep that in mind. So I went to the Giants game yesterday. I don't call it the Giants game. Uh, my wife, she posted something and said that we went to the Cubs game. Oh, okay. People in the comments said, no, if you're going to the opposing park, you have to call it the Giants game. So we went to the Cubs game yesterday and <laughs> we had a really good time. Um, parking's ridiculous. How much would you think parking was? $35. $50. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, did you park on the field? Yeah, actually, I parked down by the players. No, so like the the one that's like further down used to be cheaper. It was forty, and that was like the cheapest. We're coming in on Parcadero, so we go over the bridge, and there's two parking lots, one on each side that used to be there. Now there's a high rise, and they're building another high rise slash retail area just across the bridge on the left there. So we parked even like four blocks down, and it's fifty dollars for weekend parking. So where do they expect you to park? They want you to like come in on the. They want you to buy a condo. Subway in. They want you to Uber. They want you to. So we're walking in anyway. So you've been to Oracle Park as it's now called. And you walk over the bridge. I only know it as Pac-Bell. You walk over the bridge, right? And you come over the water because that's how bridges work. And then (laughs) you walk to the right and you go all the way down to the bleachers. Okay. Anyway, so we're about to cross over the bridge and this car out of nowhere doesn't know how turning works, goes right into the side of the bridge and all of the airbags front, all the windows, everything just go off. And this car is like smoking. And people are running. This guy runs and gets the knife from the little stand where they cook the sausages and peppers before and after the games and cuts it so this, these older people could get out of the car. Everyone seemed fine. That's crazy. But it blocked the entire bridge going towards the park. And there's really no other way for the people that were behind them to really do it. It's pretty wild. It was pretty funny, though, because the guy that does like parking or whatever, they have a cop that kind of sits right there. 
after it happened, he like rolls as high as he's like slowly walking over there. Uh, probably not these guys again. They probably total their car like four times on the way to the game. But I mean, we as we walked out after the game, there wasn't really that much damage done to like the little guardrail there. And the car really wasn't beat up, but it's just one of those perfect hits where all the airbags go off. It was an interesting way to start our walk-in, that's for sure. Well, that's crazy. Did the Cubs win? They did not. They won today. And they lost three or four after sweeping the Padres. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you what, COVID baseball is pretty nice. We had so much room around us out there in the bleachers because we weren't in one of the vaccinated sections. I saw the picture of you guys in the stadium, and I thought you were there like six hours early because there was no one sitting around you, but that's just how it works. It's nice when you have a two-year-old and you have that much room around you because he tried every single seat and half the time there I spent in the trolley. Because all the slides were broken, which were right. By, I mean, not broken, but none of the slides were. You can't go on them due to COVID. So we're sitting right by the slides. Any splashdown hits? I didn't watch the game. No, there was Cubs hit a homer. They hit two, but none of them were. They hit one. Right, oh, my gosh. Guess who's playing left field for the Cubs? I have no idea. Jock Peterson. Ah, and the boy. bleachers were just giving him the business. Hey, Jock, I've seen your wife, Kelsey. Maybe she's a five. <laughs> I'm like, what are you guys doing? They were pretty rude. But, I mean, it was deserved. I mean, it was Jock Peterson. He did. He used to play for the Dodgers. So They're telling you. That's what he gets. They wanna, you wouldn't have liked That's it. That's what he gets for winning a World Series. They were all giving him, oh, your your World Series doesn't count. I remember my first 38-game ring or whatever. <laughs> Good old Giants. Hey, they fans. won the most playoff series in the history of baseball in one season. I'm just telling you what they were saying. That some of it was one thing I can't stand, bad hecklers. And there were some bad hecklers out there. I'll bet you 20 bucks you strike out, Jock. And then he like he struck out obviously because it's Jack Peterson two outcomes bomber strikeout yeah and he comes back in the outfield and the guy's like I told you you owe me a steak dinner I'm like where are you getting a steak dinner for twenty dollars it's fifty dollars <laughs> to park <laughs> <laughs> that's fun guess how much a beer is now there uh, forty eight dollars fifteen dollars for a beer what yeah. what kind of beer uh fancy-ish one like a for them so like a coors light or a bud light's 13 dollars for a tall can oh my gosh and a, a premium like a pacifico or one of those is 15 dollars for a tall can that's insane price i got an ice cream cone is 10 dollars. two scoops ghirardelli's that was so good i can't i can't understand that <laughs> The prices and it what sucked the too. Math doesn't work out. What sucked too is there wasn't that many concessions open. So like in all the ones that were open, were the same food. It's like you can get a hot dog or chicken fingers. You couldn't get like a not crab the sandwich not or that we were, there was one concession open behind the bleachers. There's usually like ten. Yeah, they were all there, roped off. None of them were open. It's kind of depressing because that's we wanted to get something good. So that's so your team lost. They did. You paid fifty dollars to park. But we got the tickets for free. Thank you to Bailey Rodriguez. But you got to see someone crash their car. And the Cubs made it close. They had second and third in the ninth inning, down by one, two outs. Hayward grounded out his first game back. He's hitting like a buck sixty. It's not even hitting half your weight. It's just ridiculous. 
don't get me i can't stand jason hayward is there anyone you can stand that's on the cubs oh i love most of the cubs just not chris bryant or jason hayward i don't mind chris bryant jock peterson or i can't stand jock peterson probably any of your relief pitchers no they had one of the best mays ever really they went on a streak 39 straight innings without giving up a run that doesn't sound right they were 19 cubs were 19 and 8 in may they just are bad right now when they play the giants always if i go to a game they lose every well, don't time don't go to the games i'm never going so get the get this traffic Three hours and 10 minutes to get there. Yikes. Hour 48 to get home. That's how long it should take. Where'd you get stuck? At the toll. So the toll right now is you don't stop and pay. You just drive through. And they mail you your $6 thing. What? Yeah. that's Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So how they... did you get stopped then? So there's 14 lanes still going through. Right? You don't stop. But it's metered like when you're getting on a freeway. 14 lanes down to four so it's like this one 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 (laughs) and people are like and people do this all the time too they're always they go in the fast track lane and they go oh i don't shouldn't be in the fast track lane and then they just cut over to your lane it's like those late cutter overs last time we went I took this lane. I thought it was carpool. It was the bus lane, bus only lane. <laughs> we went for it. We're seeing all these signs, $500, $500. Did you ever get the fine? No. I've only got one of those tickets in the mail and it wasn't even me. I got a ticket once for a fast track and I had the fast track little thing on there and $40 ticket. But now it's minimum fine of a hundred bucks. Probably everybody's trying to. Oh, like, oh, it's only 40 bucks. That's totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. That's Give what, me an hour and a half. That's what I was just saying. That's what I was telling Sarah. 40 bucks. Yeah. Sign me up. We're going to pay almost, we're going to pay 10 more dollars and have to park our car seven blocks away. And there's no guarantee it won't get broken into for $50. No. Because you're in San Francisco. No rules down there. No rules. They actually did a pretty good job. It was pretty clean around the park. I was a little worried. Coming in, there were some camps and a half on 80 as you're coming in. But around the park, they did a pretty good job. That's good. Are you ready to talk about some food? Let's do it. I'm looking at this burger behind us, and I'm really hungry. So I bet you eat that. I did eat that. That's a picture that I took before I ate that. You ate the whole thing. Including the little tray that is sitting in because it was covered in cheese. I believe that. You're kind of like <laughs> a goat. Like if a goat got stuck with like a bunch of bees. I got stuck by bees, mm-hmm. not stung by bees. Mm-mm. Stuck by bees. You're not going anywhere. They like trapped me. Mm-hmm. They cornered me. Yeah, they the thought bees did. Thought you were the queen. <laughs> Jokes on them. They mistake me a goat for their queen, <laughs> and they cornered me. Doesn't make any sense. It happens. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and we will move on to food core files. All rise. It's time for the Food Court Files. All right, this week for Food Court Files, we've talked about McDonald's before, but let's focus in on McDonald's breakfast, which might be my favorite part of McDonald's. Yeah, I don't remember the last time, except maybe like a double cheeseburger, McDouble, whatever they call it. It's the only time I really eat there. Something quick, but breakfast, that's where it's at at McDonald's. A lot, a, of, a lot of good memories. We've had a lot of McDonald's breakfasts. It's like every road trip we've ever been on. That's what it makes me think of. 
Oh, right over the grapevine. I heard it. It's all about eating that McDonald's breakfast and then riding in the car for six hours to Southern California. It's perfect. <laughs> Put you to sleep. No consequences there. Let's kind of just get into it and let's just talk about some of the real treats they have. Let's just start. The be- treats. Let's just start about the beverages. I think that's where you got to start. Zach, I'm not a coffee guy. Break down their coffee for me. I know the temperature might be cranked up a little bit. The coffee at McDonald's is approximately the temperature of the sun. And I don't know how the cups can contain the hotness of the coffee. The coffee itself is all right. It's good. It's cheap. That's the good part about it. I think the only it's other... got a good amount of caffeine in it. It's not particularly great. I would say the only other option really for a drink for breakfast would be an orange juice. Maybe a DC if you're feeling frisky. You gotta get a Diet Coke for breakfast. <laughs> I've seen No, it. I always get orange juice. They have really good orange juice, not really The new pulpy. fancy coffee's good. They have like the McFrappe stuff, which is basically just a coffee milkshake, which is the way that you should start your day is with a milkshake. Coffee milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Take the milkshake, you add the caffeine, bing, bong, boom. Bingo, bingo. Yep. Bongo. Are you, you're an orange juice guy? Yeah. Is that what you get? Yeah, I usually don't when I get it now because my son Maddox and I, we go and get uh, McDonald's breakfast every Saturday morning, come home. So I just kind of just drink water at home. I'm not a big drink guy. Other what does Maddox water. get at McDonald's breakfast? He I gets, know we're jumping around and stepping on toes probably, but I need to know. Step him. He gets the big breakfast with hotcakes. This is what it consists of. I feel of. like you eat two-thirds of that. I wish. I do eat some of it. Let's not lie. But I usually get two breakfasts out of it, which is nice. So it's a three hotcakes that are big hotcakes. I love their hotcakes. Comes with a hash brown, a sausage, an English muffin, and like this square scrambled egg somehow. I don't know how they do it, but he seems to love them. And I think the best part about the hotcakes, let's just get in the hotcakes right now. The square scrambled eggs is probably just whatever they put on the egg muffin. Basically, but yeah, it's not the same color. So I, they, maybe they throw a little yellow little color paint. dye. Yeah. A little egg dye. <laughs> just the color of the pan. It's left over from Easter. So the thing that's so good about the hotcakes is the hotcakes themselves are average, I would say. Yeah. They're average. They get a little fluff to them, get a little taste to them. But the like butter they have, a little fluff butter, good little fluff butter. Then the syrup. I don't know what the syrup has in it. I'm going to guess syrup, maybe it's, maple. I think it has the same ingredient, whatever the French fries have, because it's just crack. so much better than any of the syrup that we use. The butter syrup combo, I think, is where it's at. You got to have both. Just the syrup's not enough. And it's usually they give you the syrup warm, which I think is the difference. That is a game changer. We keep our syrup in the cupboard, too, though. Do you keep yours in the fridge? We keep ours in the fridge, yes. And we keep ours in our cupboard. Get I don't know what the rules are for that. More ants that way, I think. Gotta have ants. Yeah. <laughs> Not cleaning. So other parts of that, hash brown. Would you say that the hash brown is the best thing they have on the breakfast menu? It might be the best thing at McDonald's. Wow. That's a bold I think statement. I like the hash brown better than the fries at McDonald's. There's your hot take. Do you think, though, that you could make a hash brown just as good or better in your air fryer? Or does it just it's hit close, different? It's close, but it hits different. 
I'd agree with that because we have the hash browns. We buy those hash browns from like Winco or Walmart or whatever. It's the same shape. It's made of potatoes and all that. Sure. Put it in the air fryer. We've tried to cook it on the skillet. I've tried. I've cooked it in the toaster. In the microwave, none of it comes out just right the way that, that the McDonald's one does. Yeah, we we have the similar ones and we try to air fry it. You know, I think it's 14 minutes or seven aside at a lower temperature. And it comes out, like you said, a little bit like theirs, but like a little bit it's not soggy-ish. Like, like you said, it's just the potatoes come out different. It's nice that we're on video so I can do this kind of stuff and people <laughs> so can see So you can it. understand what I have to deal with on a daily basis. Egg McMuffin, sausage McMuffin, break them down. Which one are you choosing? I will always pick egg McMuffin. I don't know why I like the ham better than the sausage, but I just like the classic. I go egg McMuffin and then I add the jelly to it. Mm. The jelly doesn't hit right when you do the sausage. So I go egg McMuffin. Although I can understand why you wouldn't like the ham. It looks kind of sketch i mean a lot of their breakfast does but it still tastes good i mean that's more of a quantity thing that's probably why it looks the way it does but still has good taste to it but yeah i'm a sausage muffin with egg gotta get it with egg yeah it's cheaper you can get uh, right now it's things like two for 450 for the sausage muffin with egg and then it used to be two for two bucks yeah you just it's... wait to see what mcdonald's prices are going to be here in a little bit after all these wage increases they're doing. I heard like somewhere they're getting paid like you started like 18 bucks an hour and they give you an iPhone. Mm-hmm. They're having a hard time find, finding people yeah, to work. No one wants to get back anywhere. to work. Yeah. Yep. Well, we don't need to talk about the politics of that. So no, I'm just let's get back to McDonald's. <laughs> so do you think that the English muffin makes or break the breakfast sandwich there? Depending on, yeah, I think so. Because you think if you put it on any other surface, it wouldn't taste the same way. It's That's what makes it breakfasty. Let's say you flop that on a sesame seed bun. Not that you ever would. Do you think that would taste I worse? You know. Yeah, no, the English muffin makes or break it. Depending on how they cook the English muffin, yeah. makes or breaks the sandwich too. Sometimes they can, it gets a little well done. Or not done enough. A little dry, a little mm-hmm. soggy, a little soggy bottom boys. Mm-hmm. Now, I, breakfast burritos they have. How do you feel about those? The sausage ones? The sausage ones are great. I love those ones. They're like a little snack. I give you two, but I need like three would be the magic number, I think. I don't know what kind of those kind of mess with my stomach sometimes. They're sometimes they're great. Sometimes it's kind of reminds me of like Jim Boy, no, uh Jack in the Box tacos. The cheese so, in it <laughs> Sometimes it's like the best thing you've ever experienced. And sometimes you're just like, I don't can't do anything for the next two days. If those come out hot and the cheese is gooey and you have the McDonald's like uh, hot sauce, which is actually surprisingly good. Yeah, you got to eat those quick. Those aren't ones you really want to get home. So uh, Keith and Leslie brought over breakfast for everybody. McDonald's breakfast while I went to work on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And there was a leftover sausage burrito in the fridge with two extra hash browns, which I don't know how those make it past breakfast. So I reheated it. We just did leftovers for dinner. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just throw this in here. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That was a bad choice. That is not a thing that you can eat later on. You know what was surprising? Just- and the hash brown, the same thing from McDonald's. Didn't hit right. Did you go microwave or did you air fry I went it? toaster. 
I like the air fry. So the other day, Maddox had a half a burger from In-N-Out, and we ordered five fries for the three of us. So there was a little bit of fry, barely a little bit of fry left over. And I hit that in the air fryer, and it was decent, but again, not the same. The fries weren't weren't right. What's Maddox's In-N-Out burger order? Just meat and cheese. Okay. And then like two baskets of fries. No spread, just plain? Yeah. He doesn't really eat anything. We I don't even know why we order anything. Like for a for a kid at, at that age, it's like make your PB and J at home. Yeah. All right. Um McSkillet burrito. You had those ones? I don't I even know that they have that, that many more. I don't I don't think I've ever had one of those. I've had most things on their breakfast menu. Those were good. Those had the potatoes in it. Those ones hit good. Those were pretty filling for breakfast, but I don't know that you can get those anymore. I think it's just when they did that COVID reduction of the menu, I think that's one of the casualties. So speaking of that, they had a lot of the places, like when we were growing up, it was always you got to get there by 1030 or you ain't getting breakfast. Well, it's only McDonald's that was 1030. Everywhere else was 11. So and then they moved it to 11. And then before COVID hit, it was you can get it all the time. And then it was, you can just get an Egg McMuffin anytime. And one other item, I can't remember what it was, but. Hotcakes. That's syrup, man. And hash browns, I think, all day. I think I'll put that syrup on anything. It's really good. Eh? What do you put that syrup on one of those sausage burritos? I put it on anything. Let's try it. Okay. What are your feeling? <laughs> What is your thoughts on a McGriddle, which is basically just putting syrup on a English muffin? Yeah, for it. Just soaking it in. I don't know how they get the, the flavor. For it, adore it. Let me explore it. Let's go. I am anti-McGriddle. Second hot take of McDonald's breakfast. Well, that's just because you're a health guru. Yeah. When I think health, look behind me. And There's I something. I love syrup. I love English muffins or I love egg McMuffins. I did just something about the syrup flavor injected into the egg McMuffin that just doesn't sit right with me. I think it's kind of similar to the waffle dippers when we dipped it. It just, this was, it was okay. I know I should like it, but I just don't. I think that's my feeling on the McGriddle. Yeah. It's just too sweet. Like we, when we did the what, the waffle pizza dippers. So new thing they have. I don't know. Waffle pizza dippers. It was the other one that we made. The um, That was the waffle dippers. Was it? No, we made the other one. We made the French toast. That was the one that was too sweet. Oh, that was, that was, that was, that was diabetes. That was so much. (laughs) That the French toast reminds me of (laughs) the McGriddle. It's just, I know I should like it, but I just, I just don't. All right. So they have a new, I don't know how new it is because I just realized that they have a new thing. Okay. Took them a little while because I don't think very many people order it <laughs> to get it out to us. But they have a cinnamon roll. Okay. Yes. Expand on that. Uh, you don't think you really need to. It comes in basically a Big Mac container. Jackpot. So it's about that size. Is it that thickness? Is it's, it as thick as it's a Big pretty Mac? fat? Yeah, I would say. Well, Big Mac's like that now, but like it's That's thick, very. Very good um, filling. The middle of it just—it's like a middle middle of a cinnamon roll. Decently priced, I think it was like two twenty nine. 
Okay. It's one of those things I just added on because I didn't think hash brown to sausage McMuffins with eggs was going to fill me up. Did they just like add it at the window for you? <laughs> no, I just We saw... just added 229 because it sounded like you wanted a cinnamon roll. <laughs> we saw your picture and... We could like... hear you were fat, so we just added it onto your bill. It's just bad. I'm starting to know the gal that's at the McDonald's by our house. She has dog treats, so we bring Ivy with us. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but I think of all the fast foods. Do you go Egg McMuffin or do you go, have you ever do the biscuit sandwiches? I don't think I've gotten a biscuit sandwich. I'm, I think They're I'm going to expand now after this. They're pretty good. I like the, the bacon one. See, I don't, the only problem is like a lot of people, they go with like the numbers, one, two, three, you know what I mean? The value meals, but I don't get a drink. So that's hard for me to do. And it's, you can't just pick an orange juice. You just, we just talked about orange juice at the top. Yeah, but it's it's like it's like nine dollars for a value meal now. Not That's that I don't spend that on the single items I'm throwing together with my cinnamon roll, but <laughs> would you say that fast food Lee, they have one of the better breakfasts in the business? What other fast food do you think could rival breakfast? I think most of them have. Pretty good breakfast. Carl's Jr. breakfast is really good. I like Carl's Jr. breakfast. Burger King breakfast is gross. Taco Burger Bell King. breakfast was not great. No, I've had a... Addie's has the best breakfast, so but that's kind of cheating. Yeah. They... We got to try this new place, though, out in Rockland. Taco Express. Where's that? It's on the corner, like right next to that Addie's there over by my work. Okay. Like Rockland Road and Granite, I believe. Like right on the corner used to be a um round table that's not a round table anymore no it's a taco express okay i'm in but they they use a weird their drive-through it like goes through the parking lot it's not really set up well sidebar have you ever had a, ever had a fruit parfait every list that i saw said that was the best thing i would never in a million bajillion years eat that I'm sure Sarah has. I don't, I would never pick it. It doesn't. I mean, it'd probably be good. I mean, it wouldn't be something I hated, but it wouldn't be like my first 20 choices. Yeah. It's like they have egg McMuffins. Why would you? Ash Brown, aisle four. Do you remember the bagel sandwiches? That was my favorite thing at McDonald's overall. And they no longer have it. I don't. In so, our area. So my breakfast McDonald's was when we were younger. Took a little time off. And now I'm back at it. It was essentially just a giant egg McMuffin. On a on a bagel? On a bagel. and A plain bagel instead of a English muffin. So it's bigger. Do you think it'd be better on a blueberry bagel? No. Yours. Cinnamon raisin. We went to Bagel and Bean today. Sidebar. What flavor did you get? Jalapeno cheddar bagel with maple bacon cream cheese. It was out of this world great. We need to just find... If you still haven't been to Bagel and Bean, just go to Bagel and Bean in Lincoln. It's just... I don't know why we don't just do our show there. I'll email them. Do it. We'll see if we can do it. Maybe they can show us how to make the bagels. We can just do it ourselves. We, I mean, you basically are blippy. So, I mean, you can get us through the episode. Fair I don't right. know if you got those dance moves. I can dance pretty good. 
but like him. Like it looks like you have like bugs in your pants. I could pull it off. Sidebar. Challenge. Okay. Let's do it. Any other breakfast? No, not from McDonald's. They do a great job. I'm for it. I like that we're back to 1030. I like the structure. I think I don't, I, the all day breakfast is kind of a it's weird. It throws it off. Society's not right when we do that. I don't want my egg muffin, egg McMuffin being cooked on the same thing as a Big Mac. I kind of want to mix the things I want together. Separate microwaves for that. <laughs> separate helix. Yeah, don't be warming up my sausage, which is basically a patty for your burgers in the same microwave. All right, fair enough. All right, let's take a quick break and we will come back with remember that thing? Bruche is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the Bruche redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15, P-O-D-1-5, to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. Hey, remember that thing? The moon landing. Jazz. Trapper keepers. Manners. Alf. Sunny D. Yeah, I remember those things. All right, this week for Remember That Thing... Troy decided that we were going to talk about songs from our youth and there was no other rules or explanation. Cage we agreed match. on five songs that we would each pick. Troy picked eight. No rules. There's no rules. We don't even know what we're doing here. So I'm, I'm looking. We each have our notes in front of us like we do for every episode. Zach has songs from our youth. I have best bangers, 90s to 2000s. So this is going to be an interesting list. <laughs> Very well coordinated. Very well thought out as usual. This is usual. gonna this is gonna be one of my favorite, I think, that we've ever done, <laughs> to be honest with you. All right, Trey, I need you to start and set the tone. I have no idea what this is about or what it is, but I did pick five songs that I love. Good. I picked eight. Yeah. Obviously. When you say five, you really mean eight. I should have known. That's what Looney's taught me. You don't just put five on it. You better give eight. All right, Trey, start us out. All right, it's a 1990 classic. I'm just going to start it off with Vogue by Madonna. I think this hits our youth. <laughs> um, Wait, that was in 1990? Yeah, so okay. I was two, you were four. Yeah, you just um, right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> but it's a, it's a song we listened to growing up. Our mom liked Madonna, and so she'd play that song a lot. I love Vogue. I remember winning a game of Trivial Pursuit because I answered the question it's one of those songs it's one of those timeless songs it has a dance i mean people if you say vogue everyone strikes a pose i don't know that it is timeless if you could turn i don't really hear that on the radio anymore but you just don't listen to the same radio stations i do that was my problem making this list all mine are 80s and all the songs that you listen to currently dang it teddy pendergrass (laughs) 70s (laughs) isaac give us one of yours best bangers 90s to a 2000 slash songs from our youth all right well i picked five very different songs to cover all the different weird genres of music that existed during our childhood just so that we can kind of cover them and i'm going to start with the weirdest craze that we had seemed like it lasted for like four months but we listened to swing music for like four months in the 90s and it didn't make any sense so the song is zoot suit riot by the cherry pop and daddies throw back a bottle of beer so 
I saw you put this on your notes. It was the first one I put down because yeah. I didn't know what the rules were. So I was like, all right, we're just going to pick random rules. songs. And we're going to discuss them. So we were driving over to a birthday party today and I saw you put that on. And my wife, Sarah goes, I've never heard that song before. I'm like, you lie like a rug. And she hadn't. So I made her put it on, obviously. Were you <laughs> I'm, dancing I'm jamming out. Sarah was even getting into it. And I look back and my son, Max, in the back goes, dad mom look at me and he's like he just starts dancing in the back so again a song that any any time you listen to that song you're gonna it was like very weird phases that we went through like in the late 90s like specifically where we're just like all right i guess we're doing swing music now this isn't on my list but to piggyback on this song i think there's probably two songs from our youth that are similar mambo number five Right in that wheelhouse. And then I can't think of the title of it, the Ricky Martin song. Living La Vida Loca. Those are the three that kind of grouped together for me from our youth. That's like the same weekend. Yeah, they all came out. It's like, like August 15th, 1993. <laughs> all right. So all my, right, let's you start with Vogue. I don't know where we're going or what this is about. I'm going to guess Savage Garden is on your list. Can we just do that one now? <laughs> Let's just cross that one off. Truly, really deeply. <laughs> Savage Garden. You only brought it up on like 12 of our 76 episodes. So It's, it's just a, such a good song. I didn't even have to explain it because I already have. So my next one is 21 Questions by 50 Cent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Anytime that song comes on, it just makes me smile. It just always. It's just his best song, in my opinion. It probably not. It's not into club, but I think Twenty One Questions to me it was his best song, and it just reminds me of. It has the best simile of any song of all time. I love you like a fat kid loves cake. Yeah, it's just one of those songs you just it comes on, makes you smile. It's not too aggressive. It's not too anything. It's the it's only just, song on that album that's not aggressive. Yeah, and it's still kind of aggressive. But it's just it's catchy. It's like oh yeah. I like it when it comes. I, that's one I'd never skip, would never change the channel on. I think all those on my list are that way, though. No rules. Mm -hmm. Cage match. All right, Zach, what else? Fair you enough. Got? All right, number two. I remember a very specific window of time where this was the number one song in the world and all anyone cared about. She won album of the year. Lauren Hill, doo-wop, that thing. Great song. Her with the she was with the Fuji. She was with the Fuji's. This was post Fuji's. Post Fuji's. Post Fuji's. What? Oh, killing me softly album. was yeah. with the Fuji's. Mm -hmm. Even though she didn't, Roberta was Roberta Flack the one who originally sang yes. that. Was there no one else before Roberta? I'm pretty sure that's her song. <laughs> okay, just making sure. It's probably not actually. It's probably like Otis Redding or something. Yeah, that's my problem. Like I always say, oh, I I got an argument with someone like. Yeah, this Respect is, by Aretha Franklin was the cover of an Otis Redding song. Yeah, it's like I was arguing something. I'm like, pretty sure that's Tony Rich Project. And someone's <laughs> like, no, actually, someone sang that song in the 30s. I'm like, that's wrong. <laughs> but doo-wop, yeah, another catchy song from her youth. Mm -hmm. Reminds me, I would say, let's see, seventh grade. I don't know if that's right. It's just what it feels like. Yeah, middle school just feels like but that. that was like a whole summer that was like a whole thing like that was the song that was on the radio like truly madly deeply was on the radio non-stop every day still is still is anytime you roll up in the you know that your spotify 
playlist that's just truly madly deep doesn't count as the radio right i'm not allowed to listen to my pandora in the car when other people are in it because i do shuffle stations it's all the stations but it's the same station it's just some sort of it's just weird mix of teddy pendergrass and Perry white and luther mm-hmm. vandross and kim i would never i was listening to kim today actually sure. and gregory porter holding on that's not on this list because it doesn't fit the criteria of no rules and no one's heard that song <laughs> except you and that guy there's at least seven or eight views on the youtube thing <laughs> all right so what's your next song um fantasy by mariah carey okay song from her youth was in rush hour one of my favorite parts of that entire movie and it's just as crazy as she is that vocal range is unreal mm-hmm. i mean there's other people that aren't on my list that had one good ones uh obviously whitney houston she was early 90s more 80s yeah more 80s early 90s she has a couple of songs that were 90s that i saw on the list that i look at but those two right there, Mariah Carey, I think Always Be My Baby. Is that one of hers? Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the most popular that I saw of her. Yeah, that album, that Fantasy and all those ones are on is that's a that's a classic 90s album. She was on that one, Boys to Men, right? Yep, One Sweet Day. One Sweet That might have been the one that was in first for forever. That's just two fan bases. That song right was there. on the top 100 for a very 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 long time it's a good one i like that one so i was looking at the list i can see what your list are you on i'm like all over youtube for at least like three or four minutes prepping for the show and <laughs> it's like three or four minutes longer than normal nice. <laughs> one of the top songs from this era that we said was our rules kind of semi charmed kind of life or whatever it's called mm-hmm. that was like the number of blind that was the number one on a lot of the lists that I saw. It didn't make it for me, but. All right. What else you got? What else you got? I'm just going to move on to a whole other uh, section of music. Number one, Stone Up by the Big Timers. What? 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 I love that song so much. I listened to it on a fairly regular basis. And it made me want something that I never knew existed before I listened to that song. And that is a car that has the driver's seat in the middle. Like a tank? I don't know what it is. <laughs> he rapped about it. A, a football field made out of diamonds or gold or whatever it is in the song. And then some sort of vehicle that has the driver's seat in the middle. I didn't know that existed. Now I want it. I haven't heard that song quite a while, but that was it. Definitely. Oh, it. it's a platinum football field that he just bought when he's just randomly saying things at the end of the song. That, that was a good song. I feel like that's probably a bad investment. Maybe yeah, not though. Maybe know. maybe the volume of platinum's gone up since. Yeah, I don't know the two thousand one or appreciation on platinum. Maybe it's football field size and they're playing games on it. Maybe I, maybe it drops the value a little bit. All right, so my next one. Okay. Um, nice and slow by Usher. Okay. Seven o'clock on the dot. That's that's a good song. That's my youth, man. That's, I would say, again, a middle school, early high school. Why are all of our songs from that? Because we're period? similar in age. And that's, I think that's when, like, you're, I might be making this up, but I'm pretty sure that's like when your musical insides are formed mm-hmm. at that age. Yeah. Your musical insides. 
That was in your thesis paper, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you. You ever, though, this is a thing. You ever hear a song and it just like reminds you of a certain time? Yes. Like a song will come on like, oh, my God, I ate so much when I was listening to that song. Or I remember- That's most songs for me. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. Killed that cake. Okay, my next song. I remember the first time I heard it. You had this CD. I did. Uh, the Way by Fastball. Maybe my favorite song from the 90s. I don't know what about this song. It just hit me the first time that I heard it. I was like trying to, I think it was in a car full of people going to like a church camp or something. And it came on the radio and I was like, what is the song? You guys need to shut up. I need to hear what the song is about or what's going on with it. And that was the first time I heard it. And then I just wanted to keep listening to it. I don't know what about that song. This was young. This was younger than when your musical insides are formed too. This was, I would say we were, I want to guess you were like, 10 to 11 and i was obviously eight or nine yeah it was early when we first got our first cds i think Mm -hmm. this was one of your first cds mine was backstreet boys and brian mcknight Mm -hmm. who aren't on my list uh, the soundtrack to men in black and big willie style we had that was later though Mm -hmm. None of those made the list because this is just a two. Because we didn't know what the rules for this, this is list too is. tight a list. This could go on for years. Troy honestly. just says three words and then <laughs> says cage match. And then that was it. That was it. So. All right. So my next song. It's great content. Breathe by Faith Hill. <laughs> Are you telling me that that song, okay. like if it came on right now, you wouldn't be able to sing at least 50%. Of I it? could. I absolutely could. That's what I mean. It comes on. So again, it's similar to me to 21 questions. It's very close. Yes. It's just one of those songs. It's just like, is this originally a 50 cent song? <laughs> it might be. We'll have to go look back in their musical insights. But I think if Dr. Dre did the beat to breathe, it would have been a little better. She's very talented. I don't, I don't know very many other songs that she did. Cause that's not really my genre of music, but I think she's pretty good pop country for girls that's not your jam well obviously at least one song <laughs> i'm just glad that that one stuck on i'm that. surprised uh man i feel like a woman by shania twain's not on your list is it not i didn't read down your list yet. it was a coin flip between <laughs> breathe and that one <laughs> that's a really good song too let's go girls <laughs> didn't we start an episode like that no idea. Oh, that was before one of our lives. Yeah. We had that song. We were just jamming out, drinking beers. We did do that during one of the live episodes. <laughs> you guys are missing so much. You should have been there. It's a good time. All right. My last song, 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. I think the first grunge-ish song that I listened to. Still love it. It's Teen Spurs in the 80s. That's 90s. Grunge music. Like the genre, like the song. Good intro to that. Sing that one. I can't really think of it. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank you. Tried to Got go me into the Smashing Pumpkins. They sing the theme from Whale Wars. So win, win, win. Whale Wars. That's such an underappreciated show. I think we might need to talk I about that one I wish it day. was still on. You want to go swim in the pool and I can throw some <laughs> <laughs> hooks at you? Like <laughs> it. And then Heather can chase you around and try to stop you. 
great. Here comes, here comes to Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> Wildly inappropriate and illegal. All right, I got two left on my list. I need, I need to know what these songs are. Wanna be Spice Girls. I think that's obvious. Uh, from our youth, that's a song that everyone knows. It's one of Heather's favorite songs. One and now Sarah's Harper's favorite, favorite song. songs. And the other one is If I Ain't Got You, Alicia Keys. That's just one of those songs. I'm telling you, that's when the musical insides. Sing that song. I'm not going to sing that. <laughs> Great. Great show. Great show. <laughs> Neither of us want to sing. Everyone is hooked to the show now. That's perfect. I think, though, that shows, you know. It's a little bit of an insight into our musical taste. Well, I think it was nice. A lot of people are listening to this and like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go turn on Zoot Suit Riot. You should, because it's a very good song. There's just so many good songs from that era. I don't think people these days understand how lucky we I don't know it. that those are good songs. They were just songs from when we would listen to the radio or watched MTV. You wouldn't have a choice. Yeah. Those were just thrown down our throats. I'm pretty sure those are bad songs, but we love those songs. So I don't think Vogue is. You don't think Vogue is a good song? Bad song. Pretty sure it is. Run it back. Let's go. We'll throw it into the uh, musical inside machine. I'm going to actually might write a thesis on that. I need to know all about this weird science that you've got going on. All right. I think that's all the music that I can handle. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have a little more structure next time. So no we don't structure. Just, okay. No rules. Let's <laughs> do what we want. All right. Speaking of no rules, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with rapid. Grab back, 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 grab back. All right, for grab bag, Troy's got four. I've got two. Troy sound like that they are over the top wacky. I think we're just gonna let him run with it. Troy has with the first grab. But actually, let's explain what grab bag is. It's been a couple weeks since we've did it. Explain grab bag. It's pretty similar to the last thing we did. No rules. No rules. <laughs> grab bags. Basically, we just ask questions. That are, it's kind of like a barroom debate. You ask questions that Zach doesn't know what they are beforehand when I ask him, and I don't know what he's saying beforehand. We try to make the other guy laugh slash make them think and use that musical inside sometimes to answer the question. <laughs> I'm sticking with it, which... It's going to run me into my first question. Right, I don't have any answers for mine yet because I kind of just wrote them down on the way out the door. Perfect. So I'm going to be kind of similar in your boat. Okay. We're like a little good dead air after your questions are asked. That's what we need. That's why they come back <laughs> is the dead air. That's the best part of the show. So I'm sorry. All right. I can hear you breathing hard. You're, yeah, an, you're an ice skater. Okay. All right. You need to come out with a song for your routine. Okay. For your singles, and you're also in a man-female partner situation. Okay. You need a song for each of your different performances. What are they going to be? Do they have to be different songs? I mean, depending how you want to score. It's the same judges, so you want to have different songs. Okay. Well, I think you poisoned my brain with this last segment, and I think (laughs) my uh, song would be Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. That would be my singles song. Mm -hmm. I think they would be pretty pretty good. I think it would make people laugh, and then they would ignore my bad figure skating. 
And then I think my, I think you would just have to pick something really awkward for the audience, like endless love or something for my couples one. What friends? And it'd be really slow. And then there wouldn't be any expectations that I do like a backflip or. I think I'm going to go swing people around by their legs or something. I think I'm going to go similar with you on the singles. Is it another Shania Twain song? No, it's what a girl wants. Christina Aguilera. Okay, I'll go with that, and then I think I gotta go Grover Washington, just the two of us. Man, that will be a te- both of those will be <laughs> terrible, terrible figure skating routines. Yeah, I'm trying to think like how you would just. <laughs> You're not getting just the two of us. Moves. No. I don't even know what you would do to that song, but what a girl wants wouldn't be bad. Okay, what else you got? What else you got? All right. Move on to the next question. We got, got four. We got a four animal cage match here. Okay. If they're all the same animal, they're a bear. We got Yogi the bear, Smokey the bear, Winnie the Pooh, and Baloo. Who's winning and who's getting last? Baloo wins. Winnie the Pooh gets last. I'm going Smokey. It's the champ. We've never seen Smokey in action. He just tells us to prevent forest fires. Yeah, he tells you because he's at the gym getting swole. That's what Smokey the Bear does. Have you seen Smokey the Bear? Have you seen Baloo? He's too lazy to even get honey. Yeah, but he can box. Stop it. And he fought off a tiger by himself to save Mowgli. Those are tales. I'm talking real life Smokey the Bear action. (laughs) I think definitely, though... Winnie the Pooh would definitely be last. I think Yogi the Bear might get, like, second, and he'd find a way to sneak into second. Because He's I, very crafty. I think the way that the cage match would run down, if it was written correctly, I think Yogi would start out against... This is like an elimination chamber or, like, a fatal four-way? Are we climbing out of the cage? What are the rules of your cage match? False count anywhere. So you can open the cage... So what's the cage? What's the point of the cage if you can open the door and falls can anywhere? You can open the door, but then if you get out, you can also lock it and lock people inside. There's just a lot of rules here. There's <laughs> keys hidden, right? It's kind of like an escape room <laughs> for these bears. And there's picnic baskets. And anyway, so falls count anywhere. First one to pin wins. So I think if it was scripted correctly i think smoky and blue would go at each other first and yogi and Pooh would go at each other i think yogi would you know knock Pooh to where he's woozy and i think smoky would take blue out and then smoky would just have to take yogi because they're all woozy over there and like they're kicking out at two and a half so they just want to go to somebody else so i think smoky would go over to yogi who's now tired after taking out winnie the Pooh. ball game I just don't understand why you think Smokey would beat Baloo Baloo's from the jungle Smokey works for the government he's got a government job where he just wears a hat and no clothes and he just points at you and tells you to prevent forest fires that's all he does you don't think he has that's the only feat that we know Smokey the Bear is hat wearing and finger pointing you don't think he has more opportunities in life? 
No, I think he has a very cush government job. I don't agree with that. I think he's getting a bad shtick just because he's out there trying to better the world. All Baloo's doing is eating honey and fighting snakes. Yeah, he's fighting things and winning you in the jungle. Smokey's not fighting things like wildfires. He's not fighting fighting any he of them. He is fighting them. Not no, like he's physically. A Baloo's a mascot. He's basically Chester Cheetah. Ooh, he's a mascot. I'd throw him in there. Yeah. He's cooler. Against the Pink Panther. That's a different cage match. All right. What else you got? What else you got? All right. Or well, I could do one. Okay. I'll do one. Okay. How old would Michael Jordan have to be for you to beat him in one-on-one? Probably like it. You stay your current age or whatever your basketball prime is. That's probably eighth grade. Eighth grade, Troy. How old would he have to be for you to beat him? Could you beat him? How old is he now? <laughs> I would say like... He's in his late 50s, I think. Maybe 17. You think you could beat 17-year-old Michael Jordan in basketball? He didn't even make the varsity team, right? As a freshman. 14 then. I thought he got cut from his high school team at one point. No. I don't think you're reading your same articles. No. He just didn't make varsity as a freshman. Eight. You think you could be eight-year-old Michael Jordan in basketball? Mm-hmm. That's probably fair. I didn't think I didn't think low age. Because I mean I was at, thinking old age. At his age right now, I, I'm not gonna beat him. What if he was like 95? Could you beat Michael Jordan? Probably still no. So you have to go backwards. I think so. I think that's the safest way. I still think eight-year-old Michael Jordan beats you at basketball. I think it's close. I think I might get him by a bucket. You just box him. You just back him down. I wonder how tall he was, though, at age eight. We didn't make his team. He didn't make the varsity team because he was, like, under six feet tall. And then he grew. I'm under six feet tall, so. Yeah, you've never been above six feet tall. I've been this height since eighth grade Troy, so. How old do you think he'd have to be for you to beat him? I think 84 would be the number for me. It better be like a game of three. You'd be gassed. We both would be gassed. I think uh, like sophomore Zach versus 84-year-old Michael Jordan. I think I could. You weighed like seven pounds, sophomore. I know. I was in decent shape. You know, I was like playing eight, basketball. You don't think six foot. I had probably. a basketball class in high school. I was playing every day. You don't think six foot three, because you probably shrunk three inches at 84. Michael Jordan would back you down, just dunk on your face. Yeah, but he's 84. Have you seen an 84-year-old person? You never. You think if Elton was six foot six, he'd beat me at basketball? Absolutely. I think he could beat you right now. <laughs> One Achilles. All right, fair enough. Well, I like your idea of going backwards in age. That makes more sense. Yeah, I just he's just gonna be a KG vet at 84. I think he's crafty at eight. I think he still beats him. I think he had to learn to be crafty and work hard. I think at eight he was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> still wasn't coloring in the lines. Oh, you gotta do one of these four. Okay. Life or death. Okay. One shot. Okay. Make a free throw. Kick an extra point, throw a strike, 
or hit a fairway with a driver. Tight fairway with a driver. Life or death. Do I get to practice each of these things beforehand? Right now. Just right now. Free throw, driver. What were the other two? Kick an extra point or throw a strike. If I do the extra point, is it just me out on the field by myself? No. Or there's people, there's grown men trying to block it. And it's not like the extra point now. It was like college extra point. So from the two. But there's people that can jump up and block it. Absolutely. Okay, not that one. I could not throw a strike without warming up. We get to warm up, like playing catch, so your arms loose, but you don't get to throw any to the catcher. I'm just doing like soft toss. I'm like throwing. You're just it back playing catch down the line. Yeah, I still wouldn't do that. No. I would. I guess I, I'd pick driver. I'm a pretty good free throw player, free throw shooter. If I'm practicing, I was pretty good when I was in high school. I could probably shoot like 80 percent from the line. But uh, I haven't shot a free throw in a very long time, and I would not do very well. But I play golf fairly regularly. Like I'd be the one I pick. I'd probably do the driver too. I don't hit it very far, but I hit it somewhat straight. I just don't think I'm throwing a strike. I don't think I've ever tried to kick an extra point. I could easily do it. I've never done it with people trying to block it. Right now, you could go out there. Yeah. You would get I hurt. could kick a 40-yard field goal if there was no one in the way challenge okay let's get it YouTube. up we'll put it up on our youtube or we'll put it on our you TikTok. could kick a 40 yard field goal yeah i could kick a ball from the 30 yard line through the uprights you gotta be persian because you lying like a rug there's no way all right we'll what did go, dad uh, always tell us gotta be asleep to dream just a sledge there's no way you're kicking a 40 yard field all right goal. we'll put it up on our tiktok bets. i absolutely bets. could do that Absolutely. You can hardly walk 40 yards. I don't <laughs> kick a football that far. I am surprisingly athletic. Despite everything about me. Challenge. And there's no way you're kicking a 40 okay. yard. Football. What's the bet? Pie bet? You going to bet me a pie? Bitcoin. <laughs> One Bitcoin. <laughs> One Bitcoin. <laughs> We'll think of something. We'll, okay. we'll let the let the fans. Decide. Where do we go to kick a field goal? Who has a, f- a football field we could get down to? We just do it in your backyard. That's as far as you're gonna be able to kick it. So I could kick it. I can do it. Let's get a football. I'll do it. I can kick a forty yard field goal. We'll need- just kick it from the thirty yard line through the uprights as long as there's no one blocking it. Because I can't kick. How it. many chances do you get? Three. Oh, now we're backpedaling a little bit here, huh? <laughs> Let me guess, you're going to want to stretch too? No way. I could do it. Okay, we're challenging. We'll find a way to ha- make it happen. Okay. Do you have another question? Is that the last one? I have one more unless you have one. I have one, but I don't like it. So we'll just do yours and then we'll wrap up. All right. Now I got to one... gotta start thinking about this field goal situation. <laughs> this one's kind of serious-ish. Oh, boy. You get to change one rule from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and PGA. What are you changing in each of those to make them better? 
Start with the NBA. What would you change in the NBA to make it a better game? Uh, if you are flopping, it's a technical foul. That'd be so hard to decide, though, for the refs. And it's reviewable. So you're going to make the game longer is what you're going to do. Yes, but I'm going to I'm gonna weed out flopping in one season. I'm going to say if you go into overtime, you get an extra foul. Okay. I just hate seeing a game and going overtime and everyone's got five fouls and they foul out and the game's decided. Yeah, either uh, flopping, technical, reviewable, or I would just get rid of instant replay altogether. I think it's terrible in the NBA. I hate the last two minutes take a month. I think also getting rid of challenging fouls. You deal with it. Out of bounds. I'll we can do that in the last minute. Is the foot on the line challengeable? Did he shoot it before the clock went out? Challengeable. Block or charge? Foul? No. Should not be. (laughs) Should not be. That's such a. That's one thing. All right. NFL. What is the one rule? Real quick. Thoughts, Julio Jones going to the Titans. Now, I, I, my understanding, he wanted to go somewhere where he could win, and he wanted a quarterback with a big arm that could throw a deep ball, and he picked Ryan Tannehill. Just look who he's just lining up against, though, in the running back. I guess so. He's going to have some opportunities. He's just got to stay healthy. I don't think he had a lot of choices. There's not enough teams with cap room that was able to take on that contract. Yeah, if he stays healthy, I think it's a good move for the Titans. I mean, but he never stays healthy, and that's why he is yeah. available for trade. I think the Falcons just kind of need a retool. They need to get out of the, the cap. All right, going back. Changing the NFL, you'd change one rule. What are you changing? I'm trying to think. Personally, I'm changing overtime. You want like college style overtime? Got to score a touchdown. I would also change overtime and I would say no ties. It's just sudden death. I hate ties. I say if it's tied at the end, field goal kicking contest. From the 40 with no one out there. No, I just want sudden death. I just want to play until somebody scores. It just... Injuries wise, the percentage of injuries would go up so much. Yeah, but there's like two ties a year, so it's like not even that big of a deal. They'll figure it out. You'd definitely be going a little more ballsy. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. No one would be taking knees to take the tie. You got to keep moving the ball. I think if you tie, it's a loss for both. Okay. Be more aggressive. All right, what are other two sports? 10 on 10 in overtime. 7 on 7, NFL blitz rolls. Mm-hmm. Same. No rules. You got to run the same play. You, you can only run streaks. The bomb. That's the only play <laughs> that you can run. MLB, what are you changing? Um, I want a pitch timer. They're working on it. I want a legit shot clock and I want it. I want the actual numbers like the NBA shot clock and I want it over the catcher's head. Invisible. They have one in between innings, I noticed. 
Like 20 seconds. And I think the reliever should have to come out in a golf cart so the game speeds up. No warm-up pitchers. I like what they added where they have to face, I think it's two or three guys. Yeah. Unless you finish an inning. I like that. That speeds it up a little bit. But the other day, I was watching the Cubs-Giants game. I think it was the Friday game. It's the fourth inning. We're two hours in, and it was like a four-to-two game. And, like, all the runs were scored on, like, solo bombs or two-run bombs. It's like, why is this game taking that long? Yeah, doesn't make sense. I think with people worried about shifting, and I don't mind the shift, but it just takes time. Yeah, I don't like the shift. I mean, you know how you get rid of the shift, though? You just beat the shift by bunning or shortening up with two strikes and hitting it down the line. But they don't do that. That's why I can't stand about Jason Hayward. They shift on him, and the guy's barely hitting 100. Just bunt it. Look at all that space over there. It's a knock. Yeah, they pitch into the shift, too, though. Make you're, not getting a, you're not getting a pitch. You can take an oppo very easily. Take any pitch oppo if you try or no. I guess so. Okay. What was the other one? PGA? PGA. This, real quick, John Rom thoughts. BS. I agree. You have a six-stroke lead. I think. What do you, I think? I was talking. I think you, you make all the fans go home after today, and you just let him finish this round by himself. That's what I. Was, that's what we talked about at the party I was at. Is you let him go out first before any fans go in. Let him go see how low he can go, mm-hmm. and then you got to chase him. It's only fair. I mean, most of the people in the PGA either have the vaccine. I say if it's a false positive that. He gets the first place prize. Well, Barstool Sports, they paid out all their John Rom tickets. Oh, really? That's cool. That's nice of them. What's your golf rule? That I'm changing. Yeah. I like carts. Ooh, okay. I'd speed it up. I like that they're allowed to use the rangefinders now. I think that's kind of cool. I didn't notice that until I watched it the other day with dad. Oh, that's really cool. I mean, they still have their books, which takes a little while. I wouldn't mind carts. Um, I think that's one thing I would definitely change. There's not much about golf. I really like golf. I think they do a really good job. I like all, all them all the ones that they made. I like that when they change a rule, it's not just for the pros, it's for everyone. Like they change the NCJ rules. So you put with the flag in, you can do all these different things, and it tries to speed up the game. Seems like all the rounds that I've played have been a lot faster than normal since the flag and all the different rules that have changed. You can ground your club in the bunker now and all kinds of things like that. And the pros, you can do that? I think so. Hmm. As long as it's not a hazard. I played, I won't say where, Wood Creek. Um, and we played, I, t- I think I told you, we were the 540. We were the first one out. Sunrise was that's the way 542. But the bunkers, because it was going to be 109 that day, they just soaked them. Yeah. In that situation, how, how do you play that? Ground and repair, free drop out. Yeah, because like if I, it's a puddle, then yeah. But it, it was just like you couldn't get under the ball. So You've played that course. So yeah, but you swing like a little girl. So no, like this is as hard as I could hit it from behind the ball. So like an eighth grade girl. I'm good out of the sand. I'm decent out of the sand. Let's put it that way. I'm not a leave it in three straight times guy out of the sand. You at least two to get out though. 
No, stop it. You go kick your 40-yard field goal. I'm going to do it. You're not going to do it. I'm going to do it on video. So I parred one, and then I hit it short on two in that bunker in front right there, right over the water. Okay. And I just, it was so wet that, like, when I was swinging, it wasn't even making an indentation in the sand. I think you got to play that ground out of repair. Or swing different. I just couldn't figure out how to, because you can't get under the ball. That's to make when you, it over you gotta that. close the face and turn the club into a shovel when the sand's wet. Yeah, I'm gonna have to practice that one. I've never run into that before. I'm never usually that close to the green on my approach to where I'm in the sand, I'm usually in the water. Nice. All right. Is that all we got? Great show. Great show. Good energy. I'm very excited about this field goal kicking situation. I can't wait to see it. I'm glad we're up on YouTube. I think we're going to get all the shows on YouTube. We got to figure out. We'll get some guests lined up for a couple of weeks from now. Bruce Maybe bring, next week. We'll see what we got. We're bringing in the big guns. <laughs> glad we had video for that. That was perfect. <laughs> all right. I'm hungry. We keep looking at this burger. Check us out on social media. Jack. At Spivey Special on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch. No, Twitch is Spivey Special Podcast. Check out our YouTube channel. Just search Spivey Special Podcast on YouTube and you can watch us do the video. And Zach will be kicking a 40-yard field goal and it's going to be up on TikTok. Keep your eyes out for that video. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to, I'm off tomorrow and I'm going to have to find a field and a football. You should check out our, your TikTok. I attempted to dive through a $1 floaty from the dollar store and you should see what happens. My Spoiler, I didn't make it all the way through. My guess is it turned into change. That's just my <laughs> guess. Four quarters. You'll have to watch the video. It's fantastic. All right. I think that's all we got. Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later.